Hi everyone, uh, my name is Artem and you're listening to What About, the KitCast series of podcasts dedicated to the digital signage industry. And before we begin, be sure to check out our blog at kitcast.tv. Today we're going to discuss the uh, latest developments in 3D holographic signage market and my guest is Senior Marketing Manager at Hypervision, Christy Wicks. Christy, hi. Hi, hi. Uh, Christy, first of all, I have to say that Hypervision's 3D solutions enthralled us at DSC and the Infocom earlier this month. Uh, mm -hmm. I did take part at the Infocom this year. Yes, yes, uh, we were at Infocom. How did you find it? Oh, yeah, it was fabulous. It was really great. <laughs> I'll come back to the question about the conferences later in the interview. Now, um, mm -hmm. could you tell me a bit more about the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Kinomo is the, that's how you pronounce the company name? Yes, yeah, so the, the company name is actually Hypervision. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we actually went through a rebrand uh, about a year ago. And um, yeah, the technology is actually now just known as Hypervision. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is uh, this, uh, this technology is now Hypervision, and as I understand, uh, you uh, developed it uh, five years ago. Yes, yeah. So it's been um, it was actually uh, developed quite a quite a few years ago. There was a, a lot of years of testing and development, and um, we obviously released our technology to the market um, a few years ago. You operate. Uh, your headquarters is in uh, UK. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, so our headquarter, uh, headquarters is in London, um, and then we do have a, another office for research and development actually in Belarus. Oh, uh, yeah, because as I understand, uh, uh, one of your co-founders is from uh, Belarus or from, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that actually explains a bit uh, your interest in uh, sales market because uh, I've seen that you've recently signed a contract through official resellers with Fozzy Group in Ukraine, mm -hmm. and what are your aspirations for the sales market now? So, um, yeah, I mean, it's actually, it's great to, to see how this uh, technology is being adopted by different markets. So, um, you know, they, obviously there has been quite a lot of interest in, uh, you know, surrounding areas around Belarus and, and countries around there because obviously they, they are, um, you know, some of our, our ties are to, to that country. Um, but obviously, uh, we've also been um, definitely going into other emerging markets, and they, we actually have 70 partners worldwide. So um, there are um, various uh, partners in all, all different countries, and obviously our headquarters are in London. And as I understand, you operate in 50 countries? Uh, yeah, so, um, so we actually do have partners in 70 countries. Oh. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, all, all over the world. And um, the market for holographic signage is in the on the rise, and we see companies like yours, like Apavision, and Chinese ones like Huawei, uh, they fill the niche. So uh, what, what are your further plans for the distribution? What is the geography? And where do you see the demand growing? 
Mm. Uh, yeah, so um, interesting question. I think um, at the moment, the the market is just changing so much. So, um, you know, we're always innovating and we're working on um, different solutions, uh, different software solutions, for example. Um, we've actually, we've obviously got the, the one, the single unit, which is called a Hypervision Solar Device. Um, but also we have a, a Hypervision Wall, which is probably what you have seen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is basically... Um, you know, a whole lot of, uh, you can have any kind of number of solar devices that overlap and make a, a large wall display. So at the moment, the, um, you know, the, the innovative solutions are coming from actually these hypervision walls, which basically we have an app where you can uh, control the device, you can manage the device, and everything can be done through this app. So we definitely are, um, you know, leading the, the innovation on that side. How did the whole idea, the concept of 3D holographic uh, come to mind of co-founders? I mean, because uh, it's always easy to come to the market <coughs> with general solutions like screens, like even video walls that will that will bring the money to the uh, company. So how, how did the concept uh, uh, appear? Mm, so, um, yeah, uh, interesting question. The the founders actually worked on um, a solution. Uh, the first application was actually on a bicycle wheel. And um, basically the bicycle wheel actually created this whole idea of the LEDs uh, rotating and the eye basically perceiving an image that's floating. So um, that's where the kind of technology started and then obviously developed into a um, more kind of commercial use where you can actually install these devices in any kind of location to advertise or give information or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, however, visually stunning hypervision is as a technology. I can the thing that I can't stop wondering is uh, mm-hmm. about the complexity. So, uh, so I've mm-hmm. got like a set of questions. Uh, first one: uh, What should customers consider when opting for three D holographic? signage instead of more simple visual solutions. How really accessible is this technology for regular retailer, or let's say college campus? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely depends on how, um, you know, how large you want to go with the display because the single unit is actually quite um, quick and easy to, to use and to install and all of that. There's actually an application that you can use which you can switch through playlists and you can do all of that kind of thing. So um, the single device is definitely um, out of the box, kind of quite simple setup, um, and then just obviously managing the content. Uh, there's also a content management tool which is accessible where you can actually create your own content for the device. So in terms of that, that's definitely uh, very accessible. And then the, the larger walls, um, you know, it depends what you kind of want to do with it, but um, it, it's actually, it is quite simple to install. It's just basically you follow the instructions and you can kind of set it up wherever you kind of need to. Uh, do you have any, uh, like, I don't know, stats that shows, for example, how uh, 3D holographic solutions, they are more uh, engaging in terms of mm-hmm. the customers than than uh, regular solutions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So um, definitely in terms of what we can see at uh, at different events and that kind of thing is hypervision definitely attracts a crowd of people. Everybody's kind of um, completely amazed by the software and they just kind of 
flog into um, a stand. Um, you know, in terms of uh, actual stats, you know, we have obviously worked with some some top brands, and we do have some stats in terms of, um, you know, Hypervision actually doubles the the amount of um, engagement of users compared to traditional uh, kind of signage. So that is uh, that means that um, often. Uh, people just stay way longer than expected for traditional advertising. And they just usually, I, I mean, you can see crowds of people taking out their phones, calling people to have a look. They're just completely mesmerized by the software. Um, when when we talk about the software, so the complexity, uh, mm -hmm. I've seen the advertising. Well, I found out about the uh, reseller of Hypervision in, uh, for example, Ukraine, because I saw this ad in Facebook. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I've noticed is that these solutions, they really seem grand, I mean, for big retailers. So how, how is it, how can a small retailer, like, who has several stores, should he be opting even for this solution? Mm -hmm. And uh, is it possible for him to um, increase to boost his sales using this mm -hmm. technology? Yeah, so what's, what is great about Hypervision is you can kind of scale it to any size. So you can start small or um, basically go as big as you want. So often what happens is we will find a, a smaller retailer will buy a single device just to kind of test it out. And then eventually they say, okay, no, actually they want one in all of their franchises. And what's great about that is we actually have cloud software where you can actually manage the devices remotely. So you can basically push playlists and that kind of thing. Um, but then often sometimes they say, okay, actually, I want to go bigger, I want a wall. And that's where you can actually start uh, including more devices and syncing them and, and making bigger solutions. Um, this uh, brings me to a next question um, about the maintenance. Because mm -hmm. uh, there, there I think that there are two main uh, issues that customers face with most of the digital signage providers. First mm -hmm. is the maintenance of the, the digital signage tech. And 3D holograms, I think you agree, they mm -hmm. really look like they require a specific approach. And second mm -hmm. is uh, the CMS in terms of the UX UI for regular user. Mm -hmm. So how mm -hmm. do you facilitate uh, this experience in terms of maintenance and in terms of user experience for software? Yeah, so um, obviously it depends uh, who, who you kind of buy the Hypervision device from because uh, different partners will, will often offer um, additional support um, and um, ongoing maintenance if there is that, that is, if that is required. Um, obviously, from Hypervision, you do get a warranty. Um, you do have 24-hour uh, support from our online team, um, and that's basically any kind of technical issues that you have. Um, but yes, it, it definitely depends. If you are looking at uh, running the CMA system, they will. You you can definitely up, update all your content. Um, basically, create content, update, do everything yourself, or you mm -hmm. can obviously outsource it. So, uh, so your software it allows a regular user to create three D holographic models that will work uh, as a signage. Yes. So um, basically, there is a software tool called Three D Studio, mm -hmm. where you can basically take any kind of two D content, for example, a logo, and transform it into a three D logo, which can be used on the Hypervision device. Um, you can also obviously create um, different kind of models and that kind of thing, and that would uh, be at a, a, an additional fee from the platform. You'd basically buy a, a 3D model.
what was the uh, biggest issue that you've had to deal with while promoting your technology to the customers? Maybe in the beginning, maybe now you've got some, and how you deal mm. with them? So I think obviously with any kind of uh, company like this where you're you're definitely at the forefront, there are different things that come up, um, you know, at different times. For example, if uh, there's an issue with the software or glitch somewhere, but I think what's amazing is that this this technology is complete is constantly updating and constantly people are you know saying oh they would actually like this to be included or this to um you know this to work like this and we actually work with some top brands and we work with partners to kind of reinvent the the product all the time so um i think that the the issues that we probably face is um you know certain um obstacles that come up like uh, if they are issues on the platform but they are really overcome quite quickly mm-hmm. i mean the uh, issues on the platform uh what do you mean by that so so what i mean is um obviously if there is uh, for example if we do an update on on our software um, and it doesn't work on an apple device but you know it, it's basically like a, a glitch in the system will basically do an update the very next day. So it's it, as soon as it gets reported, we have um, software engineers and engineers all working on solutions all the time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, with the continuing rise of interactive displays, and you, oh. you've, I guess you've seen them a lot in the Infocom, um, mm-hmm. how is Hypervision adjusting to the competition? Because both, both of the technologies, they are very competitive and they're at the front front, as you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, what is great about Hypervision is um, there is a SD, SDK and it's enabled in the devices. So basically any kind of um, integration you want to do, you can actually modify the device to actually include. So that means that people are using the device for certain things like facial recognition, gesture control, um, you know, that kind of thing. But it can actually be developed and used in any way you can actually dream of. It's obviously just up to how the developers use the, the software. So you mean that uh, your software can be adjusted and become uh, and, and help uh, users that want to install interactive displays, not just yes. 3D? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so with, um, with the software development kit, um, you can basically, you can take the device and you can um, create other interactive um, applications for it. So for example, um, if you wanted to um, have gesture enabled, you would basically use, um, you would use the the SDK to kind of interact or to connect the interactivity with the device. Um, Or for example, if you wanted someone to push a button and the device does something, you could do that with SDK. Uh, did you receive many requests for uh, integrating other solutions from um, 3D holographic other than 3D holographic? Um, yeah, so there's actually a lot of people that are interested in in the gesture control and um, a lot of people think uh, can see the use of basically a catalogue. So you can use the Hypervision device to um, kind of create a, a catalogue of your product and obviously just swipe through it with with your hand so you know that's quite an amazing thing it's almost futuristic people are <laughs> people are seeing it as like the next step in retail and what is uh, regarding the next steps what do you think will be the biggest challenges for the 3d holographic signage tomorrow 
Um, I think it's uh, the the thing that we always have to worry about in the future is if this becomes the norm, which is obviously what uh, what we kind of see is uh, if at the moment people see it, they're completely amazed by it. But, um, you know, if there's a hypervision in every household, people will stop, um, you know, seeing it as, as different. And I think that's the only issue with the with the hypervision device is that that magic of seeing it for the first time could be lost down the line. Uh, do you see a rise of competition from the Chinese companies? Because they always try to make it cheaper and invade <clears throat> as many markets as they can. <laughs> yeah, so I, th I think that's a, a problem in in any kind of industry. Um, I think, uh, you know, it obviously depends uh, in the holographic market um it it is they are there but they they're not complying with the same safety regulations and um you know the the devices are just not as stable or as um <laughs> i don't want to say as good but as good as ours <laughs> and i guess you'd you'd say that for for anyone would say that but basically i think it is more about uh, the stability of the the platform um you know it's it's actually it is a a whole solution which obviously the Chinese don't all have that um, display and software and, uh, you know, 3D creation tools all integrated into one system. Regarding the safety and stability, you might have heard about the carousel security in February. Anyone could get access to the system using a default admin login. What is your approach to security? So, I mean, in terms of uh, the hypervision device, obviously it's actually just account-based. So you have complete control of your of your account. There is no kind of way that anyone can access that. Um, obviously, security is very important to us, but they, the the system itself is actually just based on your own personal account that you create, and it's it's very safe. Um, coming back to the um, question that I asked. In the beginning, regarding the conferences, do you find conferences like DSC Infocom useful for promotion? And how much do you even care about mentions in the sources like Digital Science Today, let's say? Mm -hmm. So um, definitely, I think that um, in terms of uh, our kind of solution at um, different events, we find that uh, we do we meet a lot of integrators, we meet a lot of uh, new contacts, new partners. Um, it's actually a great way to actually kind of network in the industry. Um, and we also find that it, it, at those events, people will see the, see the um, technology for the first time. And that's where you actually, you know, you start being introduced to different brands, different solutions. And obviously in this kind of industry, which is all about experiential marketing, you need to be out there to kind of make a difference. Um, you need to be visible. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> what is what is the most rewarding medium for your products promotion? The most rewarding. Mm -hmm. um, so I think in terms of uh, the best applications for us are, are probably in the retail environment, um, because that obviously can be long term solutions and long term partnerships where brands actually start uh, creating ongoing. Um, content and updating content so definitely in a retail space we can definitely see the most potential the current market overview uh, if we're talking about the retail even uh, shows two peculiar trends the bigger mm -hmm. displays like sharp 
or Samsung and small players like Visix. So what's, mm -hmm. what's your position, uh, what's your side uh, scale-wise? <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, with the HyperVision device, obviously just one single device actually makes an impact um, because it's, it's definitely different to what people are used to seeing. So whether we have a single device on top of a fridge or um, a whole wall outside, um, you know, in the shop window, there's definitely um, room for, for different size solutions. I think for us, what's great about our product is it's scalable. So we can see it going, you know, the size it is as a single device or actually growing to, you know, a 77 unit wall, which is what we had at C CES. So definitely depends. Thanks. I um, have three blitz questions for you. Um, <laughs> so first one, um, name, Please name three key developments that we should expect from HyperVision this year. <laughs> okay. Um, what I can tell you and what I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I think that one of the main things that we are actually looking at is obviously we've got the, the cloud management tool for the single devices. Um, and we are looking at how we could roll this out for the walls. So that is um, one big thing that we're in, in development at the moment. The other thing is obviously, like I've spoken to you about before, is um, the interactive solutions and SDK. So that's, um, it's basically, we, we're trying to find different applications. There's different ways that we are working with partners and that kind of thing. So just to develop that um, way further in the future. Um, and then <laughs> another one. Um, so I think uh, another example would also be um, the the software tool where you create your own content. Uh, at the moment, it's also just for the single device, and we are looking at how we could expand this into the walls. Uh, the the one that you presented at the uh, conference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, name uh, your favorite project from competitors. <laughs> From competitors, <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> or, or is the market at all? I mean, the ones that you've seen, for example, at the conference, the latest, the Infocom. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you know, I've, I've seen some some really great solutions um, in terms of you know, like the the curved screens and. Uh, you know, different kind of applications of, of that. For example, actually um, at CES, there was, I think it was Samsung did like a beautiful, massive room full of um, curved TV screens, mm -hmm. um, which was actually, it was kind of an experience where you stand in the, in the middle and you just like see all around you, you see these kind of TVs. But I think in terms of, um, you know, it's obviously a very different experience to what HyperVision does. So... Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the last question, uh, mm -hmm. Christine, name one thing that annoys you the most about the digital signage. Um, yeah, so I think as an industry, um, you know, it is, it's quite an interesting industry to actually, you know, be competing in because I think they are obviously always innovations coming. But I think that at the same time, uh, people are just bombarded with ads and bombarded with signage. So I think in terms of uh, the actual, the landscape of digital signage, I think, um, you know, people need to actually start thinking what what can they do differently? And, and instead of just bombarding people with 
more and more signage, actually thinking about different solutions. So instead of uh, trying to invade the market with just the same solutions, just uh, showing ads, uh, people should try to change the landscape. That's what you mean? Yes, mm -hmm. definitely. I think that, you know, um, consumers are becoming more and more aware and, and more, um, they, they know what they want. And I think that people, brands need to start thinking about creating great immersive experiences rather than just pushing the same kind of visuals onto, onto their consumers. But that, I guess, that uh, that really depends on the industry because f that's fair for retail. Where I've seen the video uh, that was uh, just uh, like a sci-fi video, a short one about the future of digital signage and like that. And uh, it was mm -hmm. uh, the point of view of uh, of a woman that walks into the supermarket and she has these glasses on, like Google glasses, and mm -hmm. she sees all those ads. And this is this is horrible. Mm -hmm. But when mm -hmm. we when we uh, come to back to other industries like healthcare or education, that's where you can really make a change with digital signage, mm -hmm. not using advertising. So maybe that's that's where mm -hmm. uh, that's where there is a development you are talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, in terms of what you were kind of saying about a, a person walking into an environment or or anything like that, I think. That is definitely where I see the most poten potential is actually creating these personal experiences for people when they walk into a space. So I think, you know, in terms of being able to use facial recognition or anything like that, you can definitely start to target the groups that you're actually looking at. So I think that's where there is uh, quite an exciting space. Great. Um, Christy, thank you very much for chat. And uh, for the interview, it was a real pleasure. Yes. My name is Artem. Thank you for listening. It was Kitcast series of podcasts, What About? Dedicated to the digital signage industry. My guest was Christy Wicks, Senior Marketing Manager at Hypervision. Have a nice week. Don't forget to subscribe and take a look at our blog at kitcast.tv.